Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program online. Arguing about beans. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places that you get your streaming content, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. Ready for her Spurs to do battle with the Pelicans. Pelicans tonight. Oh, that's right. She's the Dutch that works. She's actually Pelican. Howdy, team. We're Spurs fans tonight. Are we? I always am, but everyone are, is. Are we? We. This is a this is a we thing. We. We. Uh, and sitting to my right is the recruiting analyst for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He is with Next Little Athlete. He's our friend Greg Powers. Howdy, y'all. Hi, What's going on today? Thanks, thanks for. Thanks for coming by on short notice. Yeah. By short notice, I mean, I think I asked you last week at the end of the segment if you would come back. Well, I just thought it was on the books for every Wednesday. Like, yeah. I thought, like, I know where I'm going to be at Wednesday of 2023. That, that's probably true, yeah. What are you doing Wednesday, uh, you know, November 19th, 2023? Talking about <laughs> I hope that hopefully in the, the Thanksgiving draft. Recruiting. I hope that in your, like, normal life when someone goes, hey, what are you doing Wednesday? You just go, in Cruton. Yeah. <laughs> Like just you know, very very still in a meeting with important people yeah, <laughs> who <that's>, aren't us. <laughs> I'll I'll try that. Today, <laughs> today is Wednesday, April thirteenth, twenty twenty two. Two hundred twenty five days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, former Ranger great Hunter Pence. Um, to episode one thousand three hundred sixty eight. On today's show, friends, we've got this week in recruiting uh, with Greg Powers, next athlete. Go through the uh, newest. Uh, uh, News and notes from across the recruiting landscape. Newest news is redundant. That seems like some of these words are the same. The whole point (laughs) of the word news is that it's new. Uh, So we'll hear from Powers in the back half of the show. He caught up with Cedar Hill linebacker Kylan Salter, who uh, has a brother who also played at Cedar Hill. He does. So we'll talk about, uh, but he has grown into his own star there as a linebacker there for Cedar Hill. We'll hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Miss Terry Adams, who says she has a pizza date tonight. Good luck. Aaron Arbuckle, Robert Legau, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas, and lady fella. I've found that pizza dates are the most serious dates. I agree. Like if, you know, especially if it's like a first date. Oh, yeah. Well, and I take... That's like, in like, like typical, you're shooting typical, your shot. You're shooting your shot. Say, in typical challenge, too, like, that seems like a, that seems like a challenge to me. Like, can she put away it's some not pizza? Every, not everything I, has to be a challenge, Pickle. I think I keep that telling it you. does. Uh, a note. 
Oh, <clears throat> whoa. <clears throat> Restart. Before we do to this weekend recruiting, a note. Yes. To the 78 UIL Texas high school football coaches who have not turned in their questionnaire yet. We're coming for you. You may think, ah, He'll he's quit emailed eventually. me a bunch. He's texted me. Steps texted me. He'll give up. He'll tire himself out. I don't ever quit. I got I got nothing but time. And by nothing but time, I mean I really need this thing like <laughs> ASAP. So yeah. do you please turn in your And if not, the candidates start coming out. Check your email on your texts because uh, I'm chasing you down. Only 78 of them, though. So that's pretty good. Thanks to the 1,174 coaches who have turned it in. Adam, you. good job, guys. That's a, and that's, by the way, only public schools. Only I'm sorry, only UIL schools. Had uh, over 150 private schools, too. So Let's go. shout out to them. <clears throat> I'm Greg Tepper. This is Greg Powers. And this is This Week. And Cruton! It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. He has fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this segment is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, if they had beans, Powers would eat them. I would. They provide some fast and friendly service of quality foods. That's exactly right. They they really do. It's I've we've all had bad they, they we've could, all had bad fast food experiences. I've never had a bad the the worst the worst Chicken Express experience I've ever had is like average. Do you know what I mean? And because they 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 aim for for excellence. If the, I feel like they could pull off. I don't know if you consider this a bean, but I feel like black eyed peas would go well with their kind of. Their green Mantra. beans are pretty good. Oh, okay. Green beans. I've never had their green beans. They're they good. are good. I like green beans. Yeah. They're pretty good. It, you probably just, I mean, you pick your top two sides when you that's go. Exactly so Because right. that's the problem. Because the sides are so generous that, like, if you go more than two, like, you're basically only eating sides. Mm-hmm. I've had them when we do, like, the family meal. Yes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the family mm-hmm. meal, and then grandma wants some green beans, and that's when I've had them. And, when, good. and when grandma wants green beans, I, gosh darn I, it. I got to get, basically, I need... Because Max is too small. He's not eating solid food yet. And so it's like, when he gets to that age where he's eating solid food, oh, yeah. give that boy a tender. Bro, that family pack <laughs> Max is going to be home. like, give me the spicy tender. He doesn't need, he doesn't <laughs> need to eat tenders. solid food. What you need to do is take that, that tender, gravy. dip it in the mashed potatoes, and just let him suck the mashed potatoes right off of there. That's He'll not a bad heaven. idea. Listen. Hey. He would think that you were the cool parent if you've you got, did that. You've got, uh, you've got grown children, right? Yeah, that, they won't, turned out that fine. won't hurt him. They turned out great. <laughs> This week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next little athlete. A uh, lot to get to this week in the roundup. We're going to start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, we're going to Wichita Falls Hershey, who's going to have a new head coach, but one of the playmakers that that head coach is going to inherit is Jamarian Carroll, the wide receiver. Starting to pick up a little bit more momentum on the recruiting trail. He had a couple of offers this week from Texas State and San Diego State, uh, but he's also got offers already from Tech and SMU. Uh, you like this kid a lot, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, I think he is uh, one of these guys that's really going to take off in the spring. You know, they have another highly re- recruited guy on their team in Marion Peterson that a lot of colleges are going to come through there, and when they're there, they're going to notice this guy for sure. Six foot two, 185-pound wide receiver who has pretty great athleticism. I think he plays basketball there too, mm-hmm. um, but he was a huge part of this team's success. You know, They were kind of a one-two punch. They didn't just have to rely on Peterson coming out of the backfield. They like to spread the ball around, and he's a guy who can make defenses pay in red zone situations, and really, I mean, this is, to me, as I look back on the 2021 season, I feel like Hershey is one of those teams that was like 
one of the unheralded or um, yeah. one of the teams that not a lot of people gave a lot of credit to, even though that they went on a state semifinal run. Yeah, until basically until they, it, they were one of those teams that I think showed up in the semifinals. Everyone's like, oh, right. oh, you know what I mean? And then they played the eventual state champ, Stephenville, within, you know, basically they were a play away from playing. Yeah, I think title. it was a three-point yeah. three win for Stephenville, and it was a great game. And, and they have a lot of talent coming back next year as well. I mean, I know that they have to replace some key pieces, mm-hmm. um, but when you have to, when you get to start with a guy like Carroll on the outside and Peterson out of the backfield, they're going to have some weapons yes. and be a force in 482. You are most certainly right. They're going to be really good, and, and especially, especially when you got a guy like Demir and Carroll out on the outside. Let's go to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week going to – uh, LaGrange to talk about their uh, soon-to-be senior, uh, calling him a cornerback, although at, at LaGrange he is a do-it-all athlete, uh, right. Bravion Rogers. Um, the, I, didn't, I never knew his name was Jonathan. Yep. Okay. I learned something today. Bravion <laughs> Rogers uh, uh, commits to Texas A&M. He had offers from all over the place. He's the number 18 prospect in our DCTF Hot 100. Uh, I mentioned athlete. He's yep. a guy. He was like a thousand yard rusher for for Lagrange last year, and he's a weapon out of the backfield. He is that quintessential 4A player that he's our best player. So let's use him as much as we can. Uh, but you think he's going to stick on the defensive side when he gets to College Station? Yeah, I kind of like him as a corner. You know, guys like him are hard to find out there. Um, that can play on an island that has his skill set. You know, he's uh, listed with a sub four four forty. You know, right at six foot, probably right around five eleven, but long and rangy at five eleven. As a matter of fact, whenever I wrote the DCTF Rising piece on him, you know, the blurb for him back in October, um, I was shocked. You know, I thought he would just by watching a play right here, he looks six one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it has. Uh, extreme athleticism is one of those guys that can do anything on the football field and as he gets into college and is able to concentrate uh, at one spot in which I think that'll either be corner or safety uh, definitely I think he's a a defensive secondary guy at Texas A&M sky's the limit for him he's a small town guy he's the highest rated player coming out of LaGrange since J.K. Dobbins we all know how that worked out I remember him yeah he was pretty good (laughs) and he's one of the uh, top uh, you know defensive players secondary players in the entire country not just a one-trick pony um and he he really is you know a guy that the leopards will lean on heavily uh to do a little bit of everything yeah he's going to be a guy who lines up a running back they're going to kind of flex him out in the the slot and stuff like that he he of course is going to play on the defensive side as well play on special teams he's a guy who's basically not going to leave the field for lagrange and it's easy to see why uh now the texas a&m commit Bravion Rogers. This week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Nick's little athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Let's get to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week going to Katie, to Katie Tompkins, to their soon-to-be junior tackle, Ashton Funk. Amazing. Already, don't need to know anything else. Five star quality name. Don't need to. I don't need to see him. You could tell me he's four foot eleven and forty four pounds, and I'd be like five star. I don't care. Ashton Funk though is six six and two ninety five, uh, and he's picked up a couple of offers this week from A and M, Michigan State, Penn State. He's already got offers from places like Baylor, TCU, Texas Tech, Houston, etc. Um, you, I mean, the size and the frame here is really impressive. And, you know, A&M's done a really good job recruiting on the offensive line. This feels like a, a the kind of guy that, they'll, that they're going to go after pretty hard. Yeah, no doubt. And he has Texas, serious Texas A&M ties as both of his parents attended school mm-hmm. at Texas A&M. So I think that early on that's a huge indication that the Aggies are going to be right there. And th- 
and this is one of the guys who's going to be in the mix to be, you know, the top-rated offensive lineman in the state. You can watch him play here, whether it's in run blocking or pass blocking situations. He has tremendous close quarters explosiveness. When he gets his hands on you in a very tight window, he can send you flying. He keeps his feet moving, you know, through the whistle and just obliterates guys. He has the look. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not too overweight or uh you know the he's square shouldered uh good strong balance in his lower base um there's not a whole lot to pick apart about his game and it's no surprise to see him start um to pick up a lot of and generate a lot of recruiting interest and you know while we're talking about katie Tompkins, i want to give a shout out to their recruiting department over there they do a really amazing job with uh helping their guys get recruited there and they put together some uh unique presentations for their recruits that i always find really intriguing some good pdfs and videos and stuff like that that Hmm. they do a they do a cool job and since we're talking about ashton funk and katie Tompkins, i just wanted to say hey good job coaches shout out very good and 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 this is a guy that the frame you know there are some times where we spotlight offensive linemen especially younger offensive linemen and maybe they're playing tackle but like you're like, ah, I think they're going to slide him inside of the next level. There's no doubt about Ashton Funk. He, I mean, you know, the frame alone, 6'6", 295, that's a tackle frame. Um, so you're talking about a bona fide, certified type, left tackle, right tackle type uh, there at the next level. It's just going to be a matter of, of where he ends up going. Yeah, I think he could slide around and play any position, but he's a tackle pro- yeah. tackle projection. I would say that's that's probably accurate, uh, but you know more about this than I do. Let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week is Temple athlete Mikel, Michael? Mikel. Mikel, I was going to say. I've written it a hundred times, and I've only said it like twice. Mikel Harrison Pilot uh, from Temple. He has named the top 12... <laughs> The top 12 are very inclusive. You know what I mean? Now, here's the thing. By naming a top 12... He's eliminated like two thirds of his thirty-five offers. other offers. Goodness yeah. gracious! So it's like he's. He, this is actually by cutting it to the top twelve. He has actually narrowed it down yeah. significantly. Um, it is he's uh, Baylor, Houston, TCU, Texas, Arkansas, Cal, Florida, Florida State, Michigan, Oklahoma, Oregon State, or I'm sorry, Oregon and USC. He is the state's most heavily offered prospect. He has eliminated thirty-five schools from his. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've got him at the number fourteen spot in our. D- CTF Hot 100, uh, and it's easy to see why he's got 47 offers. Yeah, and this has been a guy who's really been on our radar since his freshman season. His freshman season, he kind of burst mm-hmm. onto the scene playing safety uh, in that Temple defense that also you know, features Baylor commit Torian York, who played as a freshman. So they have a lot of experience coming back for this year's squad. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about these guys. You know, he kind of really took off – recruiting wise once he flipped over his sophomore year and started playing wide receiver Mm -hmm. but he is a guy who could play on either side of the football has the look of a top tier safety and on tape is a a guy who really creates a lot of mismatches can go win the go ball as a wide receiver um is a guy who i know defensive backs probably dread being lined up against when tipple takes the field and you can see what that it's been rewarded with 47 scholarship offers. So, I mean, this is a guy who could fit into a lot of schemes, has some position versatility, and that's why I think his offer list um, is so varied, too. You know, he has offers from coast to coast. Um, There's been no rhyme or reason. It's been like a lot of really top-tier colleges coming after him. And when you look at that top 12, 
It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah, it does. You know, there's four in-state schools on the list. You know, some SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12. Florida, California, all over the place. So it's really interesting to see how this one's going to shake out. And um, have fun, young man. Have fun going and seeing all these programs and experiencing this recruiting process um, because it's a very rare thing that – to have this many options. Let me let me ask a dumb question. Okay. So Mikhail Hyerson Pilot is the highest, is the most offered player in the state. Um, 47 offers is a ton. But, like, Mikhail Harrison Pilot is probably, this is not, dis- I hope this doesn't come across disrespectful, we have him what? Uh, we have him in our Hot 100. We have him number 18? 14. 14. Number 14. So we think that there are, you know, at least 13 prospects that we think are better than than, than him. But they don't have 47 offers. What is it about a guy? Because this happens every year. There's always one or two guys who's like, they're not the number one prospect, but they're like the number, they're in that 20 range, you know, 15, 20 range of prospect, but they have a ton of offers. Is there a reason as to why you have certain guys who are just like offer magnets as opposed to like, I don't know. Like Quinn Ewers, when he was at, you know, a bona fide certified number one, he didn't have 47 offers. Right. He wasn't the most. Rarely is the number one guy the or any of the top guys the most offered right. prospect. It's like a shoot your shot type thing. Right. Well, it just kind of depends on how your offer list takes off as well. You know, a lot of times um, I'll, I'll use a school. I can't. Did, did this school make the cut for him? I'll use Nebraska. Okay. I know Nebraska is a school that offered Harrison yeah. Pilot. Would a Nebraska be discouraged um, if Texas A&M, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, mm-hmm. uh, all these schools were this prospect's in this prospect top 10 or 15 offers? Mm. You know what I mean? Will they be like, well, we don't want to try to compete against those guys. Let's kind of offer guys who – and put them on our board who we have a true shot at and – are we eliminated because those schools have offered these guys? So, you so, know? so a guy like Harrison Pilot, it was it's a situation where there are just a lot of a lot of schools that think they've got a good shot at him. Right. That, that's yeah, just, that's, that's what I, Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. He's done a really good job of also reciprocating that interest. You know, taking a lot of unofficial visits, mm-hmm. and that's key too. You know, a lot of times, um, and this is good advice for young prospects that are listening to this show. A lot of times, these prospects will get invited to junior day visits or sophomore day visits or getting invitations to come attend a game at you know Mm -hmm. 10 campuses and they don't take advantage of that opportunity and i always encourage them to go to camps and visits and that when i say camps i mean college camps go to college camps unofficial visits go see the place on game day take your family because that's a clear indication to the college staff that you're interested and if they invite you to that stuff and you don't show up then sometimes they mistakenly think well this guy's not really interested in my program you know if and not everybody has the means to go to Colorado State for an unofficial visit or to go see a game and that's a school that you really really might have to save your official visit for but locally if you can make it work Try to go and see these schools, get to meet the coaches, and let them know that you have an interest. And you never know, those coaches could change 
programs in the middle of your recruitment, and mm-hmm. they've already built a relationship with you. So it, it really is a marketing game in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting point. One guy who always makes an official visit here to Dave Campbell's Texas football offices every Wednesday is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, stick around because I want you to introduce the next segment. I'll stay here. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content. If you want the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands, the only way to get that is to go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. It's a great, it's a great gift for Hunter Pence's birthday. I spoke with a lady that works for his organization the other day. Just side note. With Hunter Pence's organization? Yeah, she uh, her son plays baseball, and she was looking for a clip that we broadcasted on TexanLive.com. Which, by the way, if you want to watch, go for it. I was not expecting that. Okay, mm-hmm. you've you've caught me flat-footed. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got important people watching our yeah. baseball broadcast. What we do around here just ain't no joke. Well, at least on the Texan live. Yeah, side. Oh, yeah that's vague. Thank you very much. <laughs> this show. Yeah. Is at a least joke. on the Texan live thing, which, by the way, soccer championships all weekend long. How about that? Powers, who'd you talk to this week? We caught up with Cedar Hill linebacker Kylan Salter, a man with 19 offers and has some really good takes on some of the schools that are standing out on his list right now. Here is Powers' conversation with Cedar Hill linebacker Kylan Salter here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and I'm out here with Texas Top 100 linebacker Kylan Salter, uh, one of the top linebackers in the entire state, and colleges from across the country are hot on his trail. Kylan, you recently came out to the Next Level Athlete Top 100 camp, and i got to be honest with you, man, you pretty much dominated. You walked away with that MVP honor. You went on to the Under Armour camp after that and looked really good out there at that camp as well. You know, how are you attacking this offseason? How are you getting ready for that senior year? And what are your goals out there for your senior year? You guys want to come away with that ring? Uh, I got a couple goals for my senior year. My first goal, that's at the top of my list, is winning the state championship. My second goal is beating DeSoto and taking back away the belt that we own. One of the game's toughest rivalries. Everybody in the state's always tuned into that game. Um, you know, you're a hard-hitting guy. What's it feel like to really lay the wood uh, to one of those green jerseys in the heat of the moment? I mean, is it is it extra special during that game? Is there a different feeling when you step out for the on the field for the battle of the belt line? It's one of the best feelings in the world, having the two top football programs in the state battling against each other three minutes down the road, what, ten minutes down the road. Break down what it's like having 19 scholarship offers coming through. I mean, you, you got a lot of attention, and there are a lot of uh, colleges coming after you. Is it a, truly is a blessing? Yes, sir. All you got to do is trust the process and and work hard, and all the offers and everybody going to find you. Like coming from a JV player to being a varsity, my first year getting 19 offers is a blessing. Kind of break down that uh, moment when you got your first offer. Who was it, and what was it like? My first offer was Oklahoma State. And I, I was super excited because at the moment, I didn't even believe myself. I just kept pushing up and everything came. 
19 offers on the table, what are some of the ones that were like magical moments or life-changing moments when they stepped up? You're like, yeah, this could, this is really cool. Uh, Nebraska, Vanderbilt, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech. Yeah, I like, I like all of them, but I believe Texas Tech had a special place because I could try to play with a Cedar Hill former head coach. What is it about that uh, special connection between Joey McGuire and Cedar Hill? I mean, it's been a while since he's been here, but it still seems like there's some sort of magic, you know, whenever he recruits a Cedar Hill player right now. I know I know. if I choose Texas Tech or any other Cedar Hill player, he's gonna, Coach McGuire is going to take care of you. Um, any programs out there that are really showing you attention that could be a major factor in your decision-making process if they did step up with an offer? Uh, I'm liking I'm liking Georgia defense. Kind of break down what it means to um, evaluate these programs. I mean, how do you separate some of these top schools out from the rest of the pack? Uh, the main thing I'm looking at is coaching. Yeah. Like what I'm looking for, what I'm looking for in the colleges, a place I can call home, coaching, getting close with the coaches. And I want to be able to play ball my first year. Kylan, whenever you do make a decision, a lot of the fans are going to be happy that you're coming to their program. What are they going to get? What are your biggest strengths on the field? I'm fast. I go sideline to sideline, and I'm never taking the playoff. You'll never see me going half. I'm always going 150% on the field. Mr. 150% right here, next level athlete, MVP, top, Texas top 100 linebacker, Kylan Salter. Thanks for the time, man, and good luck with this upcoming senior season and, of course, your decision-making process. Thanks. There is Kylan Salter, um, the younger brother, ostensibly, of Caden Salter. But he popped up on the screen, and my first reaction was, Caden, love you, brother, but, like, <laughs> you ain't built like that. That's a, that's a grown man. We had an interesting off-air conversation about, you know, why Caden played offense and he played defense, and he just just like, I'm tougher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if the I shoe fits. It. I love it. Anyway, uh, Colin Salter, uh, Cedar Hill linebacker, joined us uh, a little earlier this week. Appreciate you doing that interview, dude. Yeah, good anytime. Job. I enjoyed it. Colin's a good kid. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, just kind of on that topic, I guess we did get on it a second ago, but I did want to remind everyone, like, baseball and softball playoffs are really mm. going to start ramping up here soon, and we have tons of games on TexanLive.com. So this week uh, – very few of those because we're doing soccer championships that will be broadcasted on NFHS, which if you want to watch that, go for it. Um, our Texan Live guys will be on the call. But, we, uh, yeah, we have a ton of baseball and softball playoffs coming up, and those are re- that gets really, really fun. And soccer. So uh, I didn't ask you. Mm-hmm. How did oh. last night go? Good. You were, you were, for those who don't know, you are on uh, color commentary for North Texas and Stephen F. Austin mm-hmm. softball? Yes. How'd it go? It went well. I, uh, it was interesting because we played, we got into the bottom of the first inning. We got about one, sh- uh, one batter out, and then we went into a 58-minute lightning delay. So wasn't able to really get in a groove. And then once we finally resumed play, it was kind of boring ball for the first like two or three innings mm-hmm. and then after that the bat started flying and I, f- I felt like I got into a group it took me a minute because um, I had never done it before but my broadcast partner Kyle Yeomans is seasoned vet absolute pro so he made it easy but it was it was a really it was fun I really enjoyed well, it good good so back on the call tomorrow um for their game against LaTeX okay 
Fantastic. I asked if I was allowed back, and they said yes. All so right. I guess it. it didn't go too terrible. Well, tomorrow, here's the good news. Tomorrow, uh-huh. you can get some advice before you go, because in studio, mm-hmm. our buddy Ted Emmerich. Teddy. Ted Emmerich's going to be in studio, sitting in that chair. Wow. He gets to sit in the, powers, in the power zone. This is not the power zone. No, R.I.P. There was only one. R.I.P. to the Craig Powers Memorial Power Zone. Buddy, I got to be honest. Like, I know, oh, yeah, you know, R.I.P. to the Power Zone. I'm glad we don't have Jesus anymore. Yeah. There were a lot of other problems going on at that moment. That, like, the fact that we're able to sit at the same table is It really is the Memorial Power Zone. It is. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Same time next week dude let's do it all right uh thanks again to kylan salter of cedar hill for being our guest for ashley pickle and greg powers i'm greg tepper vince young please can get your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow on texas football today